And welcome in to another edition of Rattling Cages right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, J.L. Steele. Having a little bit of technical difficulties this morning, so we're going to not do any music. We're not going to do commercials. It's going to be completely commercial-free. Tom Keene is going to join us here in about, eh, we'll call it nine or so minutes on a Christmas Eve in which we're essentially going to do a best of this show. We already mm, did, our, okay. we did our Christmas wishes, you know, a couple weeks ago, and we yeah. we teased that a little bit. And then Tom was very nice enough to come on and do a show with us. So we're gonna we're just gonna roll commercial free, and we are gonna give our best of our favorite segments of the year, and we're gonna just make it happen right here on Fan Run Radio right here this morning. JL, how are you, sir? Doing well. It's kind of the calm before the storm. Uh, you know, we've got uh, got to go see. My wife's side of the family later today, but fortunately, my oldest daughter made it in from Chicago yesterday, apparently just before the Palestinian protesters blocked the road to the airport up there. So we got lucky that she was able to make it in without any trouble. So good to have the family together. So I, I had knew, I knew nothing of this protest, but I'm glad that she made it in because that's always, uh, that's always good. If you can find your way around that and make it happen, life is good. Yeah, I didn't know about it until this morning, actually. And when I looked at the time that they were apparently on the road up there outside O'Hare, I realized that it was like within the hour, maybe a few minutes less than an hour, that they were protesting after she'd already made it to the airport. So That is nuts. Wow. Pretty thankful. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But, JL, I think we should tell the origin story about this show. It's like, how did we, like, what did we do? in order to make this happen. How did it happen? And it was funny enough, of course, um, if you know, you know, but, um, so I just, uh, before the season started, I said, you know what? We need a NASCAR guest. And I wanted to keep it in line with the vision that we have here at Fox sports, Knoxville fan run radio. And I decided to do something a little bit untraditional. It's like, we're not going to go with a media guy. We're going to stick to our roots. We're going to go fan run because that's who we are. That's what we do. So I decided, I was like, you know what? I know this guy, what he's done and how knowledgeable he is. Let's just DM him and see what happens. And not long after I sent that DM, I get another one back saying, I would be honored. Thank you so much. Yeah. So then we bring him on for the 500, and as the season progresses, one of my interns at the time, I had no idea that he knew as much as he did because we had two that were all basketball, football, nothing else, and then you Mm -hmm. have Bryson all of a sudden just comes out with a dirt track question. I'm just like, okay, (laughs) we've made a discovery. Bryson knows dirt track racing. Yeah. And – you know, it's one of those things, you know, it's kind of kept us on our toes as well. It's like, okay, well, we got to start learning more about these other series. So, you know, you start watching uh, Dirt Vision and stuff like that just all of a sudden. But that's how the show started. And, you know, once ownership changed at the station, it was like, okay, well, we um, we got to do something here. Let's make this a deal where we can get a NASCAR-dedicated show. That way we can get 60 minutes to talk about something instead of, 15 to 20. Yeah. And that's how Rattling Cages was born. <laughs> yeah. 
pretty much. I appreciate, I uh, still appreciate the original invite. And then I was honored when they said, well, you got a hold of me and said, Hey, management ownership wants to turn this into a full show. Are you in? And my first thought was, yeah, Sunday morning, early. I don't know about that. You know, not only my schedule, but are people going to be listening but between the app and, and, you know, other avenues for them to listen? I, I, I had no expectation, but everything you've told me about the, about the numbers, um, I'm just blown away how many folks are listening. I, it's, I take it seriously, and that's why we try to give you the best product available. I appreciate it. Well, I think another best of would be, um, you know, the fact that after our first show, that my boss comes to me and he's like, what is Rattling Cages? Is that the NASCAR show you started? I said, yeah. He's like, well, guess what? It got better numbers than anything this past yeah. week. I mean, we were in the heart of football season at yeah. that point. And it just happened. I'm like, okay. I'm like, we got a little something here. It's like, that got a lot more traction than what I thought it would. I knew yeah. people would listen, but I didn't realize that it would be to that degree. And, I, I mean, I was just blown away. Yeah. Blown you know, away, as so, the caller Philly would say. And You know, with so many options out there for people, whether it's podcasts or apps or any kind of coverage, print or online for people for that many people to to tune in and listen and keep coming back it it really is cool and i'm blown away and i not only thank all of them i thank you for for asking me we're gonna keep rolling into 2024 and do it again absolutely i'd say uh who has been probably if you were to rate our top three and one of mine is the one we're about to hear and the listeners haven't heard it yet um but it was a fantastic interview just going into depth about everything that goes on not just you know, you know, we try to cover the NASCAR portion, but we also like to dabble a little bit in a couple other things, and we've been able to do that so far. But, you know, just the names that we've been able to get this year. We won't do a top three, but just the, the names that we've been able to get. Couldn't be happier. You know, we've had some great guests. We thank every one of them because they've brought different perspectives. We've had super fans that turned into sponsors and Steve Carnes. We've got professional drivers like uh, Ryan Ellis and Willie Mullins. We've had top shelf media people like Potgress and Gluck and everybody that's come on has just been very gracious with their time to come on this little one hour show out of Knoxville, you know, and, and we couldn't be more thankful and hoping to bring on a lot more guests from different, different viewpoints. You know, I mean, uh, I've got some crew guys I'm talking to and wanting to get some crew guys for different teams on here, get their perspective of the sport and give fans kind of a different look than, than they, get when most of the media coverage is directed just at the drivers you know so uh we and of course tom who's on this morning we we would just thank him as well absolutely and then our super fans like david and maryland and uh you cannot forget tommy justin and last but not yeah. least our our good old our good old buddy woke steve phelps out there out on the west coast, on the west yeah. coast just uh making it happen on twitter for us that guy he might have it's not a huge following but everyone that follows him interacts with him, it seems like. like that's, yeah. that's the thing with him is everybody always interacts with him. All right, tell you yeah. what we're going to do. JL, I'm going to ask you to go on mute, and we are going to play the interview that we did with Tom Keen as soon as it downloads, actually. So we're going to talk for a few more minutes. But as soon as this downloads, and it looks like it has, we're going to open it up, and we are going to play it, hit media player, because we're having technical difficulties. Uh, just once, I love a computer. Always got to go through that. <laughs> mm. The best and the worst thing ever great Back here not. on Rattling Cages, right here on Fan Run Radio, Jake Miller, 
JL still cruising along with you on a Christmas Eve here in Knoxville. Pleased to be joined by our good friend Tom Keene. Tom, how are you, sir? We're doing wonderful. Hopefully everybody's going to have a great Christmas. Absolutely. That's the only way that Christmas should be is great. Great for everybody involved. Great for you. Great for me. Great for JL. Tom, tell us a little bit about what you have thought so far about Silly Season and the Cup Series, the Xfinity Series, just all the way around. What has been to you the most shocking thing that has happened so far? And there's not really been too much of a shock, I guess, if you follow the sport closely enough. But it's still one of those deals in which, you know, things just happen. I, I, I got to confess that, you know, we've been more focused on the late model version. So I really haven't been paying much attention to, to, the, <clears throat> to the Cup and Xfinity uh, silly season. So it's one of the deals where I honestly don't know. Um, like I said, we've been we've kind of shifted our focus to the late late model late model rides where we played with um, cars tour last year quite a bit with the the Keen Challenge and we got some more late model stuff that I can't quite divulge yet, but it's going to make next year interesting in the late model circuit. Well, and tell and, us a little bit about that because go ahead, JL. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, uh, you know, for those who may not be aware, although I'm sure most of our listeners are, Tom is the owner of uh, Keen Parts, the premier aftermarket Corvette company, in my opinion, in the world. I mean, I know they do a ton of business overseas and, and ship, you know, quite a bit to France and so on. If you've got a vet, you need anything <laughs> for that vet from any year. Keen's are the place to, to shop. That being said, they've uh, gotten a lot of attention the last few years sponsoring cars and drivers from every series, from uh, grassroots level dirt racing up through, you know, sprint cars and late models like Tom mentioned, Xfinity Series, Cup Series. Uh, and I think they've been one of the most uh, dynamic sponsors as far as, as, as bringing attention to themselves as anybody out there. Uh, but. I'll let Tom talk more. I know there's a lot he can't talk about for 2024, but Tom, what I'd like to know is why racing? What attracted you guys to that avenue to get your business name out there years ago? Well, as you know, TJ wife is an avid, avid fan. And so her doing what she did. And then, you know, about 10 years ago, uh, we got involved with ML Motorsports, and and she fell in love with that routine on an Xfinity level. So then, when they when they went under, we we played with Junior Motorsports for one year. Then then she she fell in love with Jeffrey, and then uh, Jeffrey went over to Archie Saint Hilaire and yeah, ran with him for a little while, and then we kind of kind of went went from there with Archie, and then. Archie decided to do the Cup Series, which, you know, I got the magic words when he goes, "Oh, we're going to go Cup racing, but we got a problem. We're going. That's going to be with a Ford." And I go, eh, "Okay." <laughs> but, <clears throat> but TJ liked the Jeffrey part of the equation. I said, "Well, well, I have to suck it up and go." But that turned out to be one of the neatest things that we could have done because, you know. It caught people's attention and made them talk. 
That's right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's where where I realized it was starting to work was I had had lunch with Steve Park, the number one driver for DEI at one point. Sure. And and one of his buddies knew that I was just I sold Corvette parts and that's all he knew. And he started telling me because there's a there's there's a dummy that's that's got Corvette parts on a Ford. <laughs> and I said, I said, and I raised my hand and said, "Yeah, I, I know that. I know that person pretty well." <laughs> and 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 I explained to him, I said, "There's a fine line between genius and insanity." And so the bottom line is, you're talking about it, so it must work. Must be working fairly well. That's right. So that's that's. I know everybody has raised their eyebrow. Why is a Corvette company on a Ford? Well, that's that's how it happened, and people started talking about it, and here we are. That's right. Go ahead, Jake. And one of those things that always gets mentioned was, you know, we're talking about you know having the Corvette parts on like a sponsorship, essentially on a Ford. And one of the things that always comes back to mind is, you know, any publicity is good publicity. And number two. Controversy creates cash. I mean, that's all that you need to know when thinking about something like that. That is one of the things that generates the most cash. And, you know, Tom, you chose to sponsor, you know, Go Fast Racing and just make it happen for a couple of guys. You know, of course, um, Corey LaJoy, I think, was the last to drive the Corvette parts uh, for it. Uh, just go through Correct. a little bit of your relationship with that team and, you know, what the overall experience was like. Like, tell us what it's like from your perspective when you're in a situation like that, which you know, which part of the, which which part of it, you know, you know, we had we had fun with a lot of it. We met a lot of great people. Um, we and so it's it's like anything else. You can make it as fun as you want to be, or you can you know make it not fun. But it's one of the deals where. Uh, try to make it as fun as you can and like i said we met a lot of great people at this and one one of the things that we got started that there's i've seen it the last couple of years and it is something that we did by accident with the nestle crunch car which we did with Corey. and i'm leaning against the holler at daytona and talking to somebody and said yeah we're going to do the nestle crunch car blah 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 and he goes, I got Dale Jarrett's original fire suit. I said, you got what? And so me and him made a deal where I, I rented that fire suit. And Corey got the privilege of wearing Dale Jarrett's fire suit at, at the throwback race at Darlington. Cool. And, and it, and it fit, fit him like a glove. And uh, Leanne, Corey's PR person, got him up on an interview with Dale Dale and whatever the girl's name was and Dale about dropped his teeth when he saw him walk up there with that, with his <laughs> original fire suit. So the next couple of years I've seen guys dra dragging out these old fire suits and trying to, trying to get in them. So I, I take credit for that. Yeah. You guys have had some great throwback schemes over the years and, uh, just uh, really raised the bar on that. But like you mentioned early on, you're starting to look a little more toward late models. And we won't get into this year uh, coming up, but 2023, the car, Cars Tour, the King Cup. Tell folks what exactly the King Cup is, how it worked, and so on. 
Well, there again, Archie, you know, me and him still have a pretty strong relationship. And he's got he's got a lot of hockey in his background with from being from being up in New England. So Stanley Cup, he decided would have a cup trophy, and so he he hung my name on it, and uh, so it turned into the King Cup. And we we did that for half a dozen or so races in the late model late model series in twenty two three two. And 22 bounced it around the country in different places, Wisconsin and North Carolina and New England and, you know, various places. Mm-hmm. And so then in 23, okay, now now you got to raise the bar a little bit. And one thing led to another, and I got, got with Jack McNally with Cars Tour, and we came up with the Keen Challenge where we're deeply involved with the Quaffles with, you know, Caden and Carson. We've been yeah. with those two since. Well, give you an idea. Caden can't remember when we not haven't been involved with him, <laughs> and uh, so it's just a matter of so come up with a unique series where the late model stock and the pro late model. I think I get got the got the names right. The two series actually competed against each other for four races, and whichever one had had the best total point count on those four races got you got 10 grand second place got five and third got 2500 and um so that was just an added bonus to us and then aaron aaron from bilstein made it even more interesting where he he threw some bilstein shocks in, in on the keen challenge so um we made it, we made it a little more interesting, and I and I honestly didn't realize what we was doing because the norm normal late cars cars race pays like five six seven grand. Mm-hmm. Now we're adding a, we're adding a bonus at the end of the year of ten grand. So yeah. that that gave that gave them something to really race for. Yeah, and it's awesome. Now I know you can't get you and I talked earlier. I know you can't get into 2024 yet. I can tell fans there's a really cool plan in the works. Hopefully we can have you back on to talk about it once it's finalized. But you mentioned getting more and more into late models. Uh, Was there any one or two factors that made that happen where you're looking more at that versus Cup and Xfinity? Or was it just something that kind of organically happened? It kind of organically happened, but it's it's one of them deals where, as you know, as you're walking around and just poking around, uh, it, the the racers was a totally diff, different mindset of the racers, and 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 so it's just a matter of you know nobody really gives them a little bit of added bonus for no better terminology, and mm-hmm. then. You know, with, with playing with the cup and the Xfinity and and this person and that person, you know, un, unbeknownst to me, to some of those guys, I, I was a big name, and so one and Lenny Lenny Panicki got involved. We got involved with Lenny Panicki, and Lenny started doing doing some stuff with uh, low racing, and so it just kind of kind of migrated that away 
That's cool. And and then again with Carson, Carson and Caden, you know, being being a big focus for us, because uh, we want to help those kids uh, do it, do their thing. And so, why not? Sure. And for those who don't know, Lenny. Lenny kind of oversees the dirt track uh, coverage for PRN. Is that right? For Performance Racing Network? Well, he used to be, he, uh, he's kind of shifting a little bit, but he was part of Flow Racing following the Cars Tour a little bit. Okay. And, um, and me and him got hooked up because he's, he's the, I'm going to call it the mouthpiece for Charlotte Motor Speedway on, on, the, on the big screen. And when we do the Charlotte Auto Fair down there, uh, we became buddies with him doing interviews and stuff like that. So, and we, we've become pretty tight. Sure. Good. Well, uh, shift gears just a little bit. I'm sorry for kind of jumping in and taking over, Jake, but you know, race fans are very loyal fans to sponsors. And you and TJ have a great following, I think, on social media. If a fan does not own a Corvette, it's not restoring a Corvette, doesn't need parts. Can they still buy King Parks gear? Can they get on your website, buy hats, T-shirts, umbrellas, whatever? Sure. Uh, we just got, actually, we just got new T-shirts in yesterday. So, you know, that's something that we've been out of for a little while, but TJ, TJ got, got that problem solved. So we got the, we got the T-shirts and the hats and, probably some other paraphernalia that I forgot about. And, um, but it's one of deals where, or just call us. And, you know, something that we've been having a lot of fun with is, um, the 844 Tom Keen thing where Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Ellis and them did, did a, a couple of Xfinity cars where they come up with a character, characterization of, (laughs) of, of me, me being oversized in a, in a 57 Corvette, which seemed to take off pretty well. And so um, we, we've got those decals now starting to float around out there some, somewhere on refrigerators and so forth and so forth. So um, I was kind of, kind of proud that we put, we put one on Carson's Bass um, Pro Shop car, uh, car the last two race, last two late model races of this year so he i was riding around him him and caden on their nice. on their cars and we, we had them on the snowball derby cars and just just having fun with them good so if people are looking on ways they can spend their christmas money this is how they do it they can call keens or get on the website and buy some good gear and support these sponsors well the website may be a little shaky because we're in the process of redoing it but but they definitely call it 800 number or the 844 number and uh, we'll be more, more more than happy to talk to them and see what we can do. In fact, we'd love to hear from them. Cool. And just want to emphasize too to our listeners, you know, you know, JL, like you had mentioned, you know, with the sponsors and, you know, being able to support these sponsors, you know, much like we do here at Fan Run Radio, this is how, you know, Tom and his family, they're able to put money back into racing is by going to their website, keenparts.com, or giving them a call and making stuff happen. If you need something for your Corvette, you know, or you want to shop and support Keen Parts and you don't own a Corvette, but you want to support the business anyway, this is the best way to do it. And that is how they're able to put money back into racing and make it happen. 
for you out on the track. Absolutely. We would well, Tom, yeah. Glad to hear I'm from sorry. you. I, I was just going to say, uh, if what you and I talked about for 2024 comes to fruition, can we count on you to come back and give us the details and, and dare I say, possibly reveal it here on this show? Oh, sure. No, that'd be zero problem. Love it. Love it. I'm, I'm telling you, if you are a grassroots short track race fan, pay attention. Uh, cross your fingers because team parks are really going to have something going on in 2024 at the short tracks. Well, it, it, we're, to give you an idea, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of we're working out the final details. Good. And the, I'll, I'll give you a little, little bit of clue. If, if, you, if you look at what we did at the Loudon race up there in Lee, New Hampshire, Yes. That'll, 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 that will give you a little bit of a clue what we've got up our sleeve. But that's, that's as big a clue as I'm going to give you. Can, can, I, can I remind folks what that clue may be or what happened up there? Well, it's, pu- it's public, so it's one of deals. There's, there's, no, there's no deep, dark secret about it. That's right. It, well, that's when Kyle, you had Kyle Bush. You had Kyle Bush show up racing for you all at a short track, and that's enough's enough. Enough said. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Bush, actually, there's a picture of me with Kyle Bush and Kyle Bush wearing a Keen Parts hat. That gives, yes. gives you a clue. So there's your hint. Hang on the next few weeks. Hopefully we'll, we'll break some news here, Jake. I would love to. I absolutely love a teaser. Nothing beats a good teaser, especially <laughs> in NASCAR. Nothing beats a good teaser. Oh my goodness, it, Tom! Is that is that a good is that a good enough one for you? That's a great. Huh? One. Oh, that was fantastic! I love it. Absolutely love it, Tom. One more question before we let you go: What has everyone in your house sent a letter to Santa for for tomorrow morning? Mm. It you know we've been preoccupied with some other issues that been not not the best in the world so santa claus has kind of took a sec second fiddle at, at the keen house so it's one of those where let's you know some <clears throat> just say everybody have a good time good <clears throat> and there something that we did you have last, not sent your letter go ahead well something we did last week just to kind of toot our, toot our own, own horn we got with Everett Trucking, and we helped helped them out, and we generated thirty thousand between Keen and Everett Trucking. We generated thirty thousand Hot Wheels that we uh, awesome. deli- that we delivered Great. to St. Jude last week. That's awesome! So, Congratulations! That fantastic. So that's that's some of the more <clears throat> of the back burner stuff that we do. So tremendous. So keep keep the ears to the ground and you know what uh, JL what's TJ's handle? Yeah, she she on the social media side. Yeah, what is go it? with Keen Parts Two. Yeah, Keen Parts Two because uh, she's the one that handles all that. And then you got any questions for? Her, throw it out there and see 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 what kind of response you get because it could be interesting. 
That's cool. Appreciate it. And Tom, remind us one more time where where to find you on the web and tell us the phone number to call if they'd like to support Keen Parts. Keenparts.com. And you can use the 844-TOM-KEEN number, where that is a real working phone number, or the other number that's advertised is 800-757-5336. So, awesome. And, and we do something weird. We answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell I you love what, it. I know this, Absolutely Jake. love it. Jake, I'll tell you this. I know they answer the phone even right up until five o'clock on a Friday. That's a fact. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. A lot, Listen, imagine a live body answering a phone these days. I know. Well, I've been with Tom at Bristol and he's called there like a minute before five o'clock just to make sure they're answering. So it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And I guess I'm going to have to do that with the new uh, show lineup here at the station. Whoops, did I drop a teaser as well? Oh, my goodness, did I? I think I did. I think I did. Tom, thank you so much for coming on, man. Let's do this again soon. I'm here. I'm here whenever you guys want to do it. We're good to go. Great. Thanks, Tom. Alrighty. Merry Christmas. That is Tom. Have a merry, merry, Christmas, happy, Tom. happy, and everybody be safe. Yes, sir. That is Tom Keen, keenparts.com, well-known racing connoisseur and drivers stay with us rattling cages continues on final segment coming up right here on fan run radio that is tom keen owner of keenparts.com absolutely making it happen for us this morning right here on fan run radio and as you if you don't know a lot of these interviews you know with time constraints and you know the time slot that we have we mainly try to do these interviews pre-recorded and just make it happen that way and we try to do that for you to bring you the best possible product, even with the time constraints that we have and the limited availability that we have to make those happen. And a fantastic performance by him. You know, one of the things that was highlighted there is if you support our sponsors, if you support, you know, our, our guests like him, then we just try to make it happen that way. And it looks like we're having some technical issues right here with JL. We're going to try to reconnect with him here in just a moment. But one of the things that stood out to me was the fact that uh, he answers the phone. They actually answer the phone at keenparts.com. And that is something you don't always get. You don't always get that. Not at all. You don't always get that. But Tom Keen, keenparts.com, they make it happen for you. So if you want to support Tom, make sure you make that happen through the Christmas holidays. Even if you don't need parts for your Corvette, you might need a couple of shirts, a couple of hats, just to make it all happen. And it looks like we got JL with us via phone. JL, you with me? I am. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry about that. I don't know if it was my end or what was going on. Well, it's uh, it's Christmas, and you know you can't get a Comcast technician out. You know that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> but uh, I was telling uh telling the listeners, you know, it amazes me that you know when you call Keen Parts, even if it's four fifty nine on a Friday, there's going to be a human being answering the phone that's right and that's uh, a that's something you don't always get you don't always get that but we're glad that he was able to come on with us be able to make that happen for us uh jail i was you know texting you i feel like this is probably the best audio quality that we've had in interviews so far so uh really proud of the product that we were able to put on there and uh i guess we should uh continue on with the best of is there a moment that stands out to you and for me 
it was probably the day after the Bristol race when we had Steve Carnes on. Yeah, because that's great. Steve, was he our first guest? He may have been our first, wasn't he? I think he might have been our first guest. Yeah, that was great. And, you know, I forgot a couple names earlier when we were talking about guests and listeners and callers. You know, Chris Clark up in Virginia, he's a yes. he's a loyal listener. And he's called in before. Love Chris and his buddy Jared. Uh, and I forgot to mention uh, when we had Rick Houston from Scene Vault Podcast on. That was great. That was a really good one. Yeah, Rick's done a great job, uh, you know, with, with what he and Steve Wade are doing with that podcast. So uh, didn't want to leave anybody out. But, Brock Beard is another uh, one. That one was fantastic. Brock, yes, we had Brock on right when his uh, book about Derek Cope came out, and he talked about that. So uh, we not only want to thank all of the guests that we've had, but like I said earlier, I'm pleased with the variety from the media, the drivers, sponsors that we've had, and we hope to to keep that up going into the new year. In all honesty, and I'm not just saying this, I don't think we've had a bad guest, and we've certainly not had a bad interview with any of our guests. They've all been very open and, and great to talk with. And based on the feedback we've gotten from listeners, I think they enjoy that variety as well. I think they do as well. And, you know, just want to give a thank you to all of them, all of our, uh, all of our guests that we've had. And like you said, I don't think we've had a bad one yet. And no. let, me, let me tell you, when you get a bad one, you know it very early you know. on in the interview. <laughs> and then you are just miserable for the next 10 yeah. minutes. And the thing is, like, if it's a good guest, you know, you like to give them about 20 minutes, 25 you know, if we got the time to do so, when you have a bad guest, you limit it to 10 minutes. You yeah. try to get them out of there as fast as possible. And we actually had one, um, not on this show, but yeah, when we were doing a, uh, we were doing a show for, uh, the pregames, not this year, but last, uh-huh. actually, no, we had a bad one this year too. And I just, I got him out of there, but it was so bad. And I was like, this person actually like, I don't even know if we're on the same planet right now. And, really? And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to try to drag this out for 10 minutes because it's one thing, you know, if it's okay and they're giving, you know, a couple of long-winded answers and it's like, okay, whatever. No, when when it's just one-word answers, it feels like you're Charles Barkley interviewing Kevin Durant and just oh, giving yeah. one-word answers. And I was just like, this is, uh, this is bad. That was the shortest interview I ever did. I think it lasted maybe seven minutes. Oh wow! Uh, it was yeah. it was and rough. It felt like twenty, I'm sure. Oh, it felt like the entire hour. I just looked at my producer. I'm like Matthew. I said, "Make it stop." Yeah. He's like, "Well, just end yeah. it, man. Just end it." I said, "Okay." And I don't even think we talked about that interview once after that. <laughs> we've we've definitely not had that problem. We've been blessed with great guests and great conversations with them. So we thank every one of them. Absolutely. Oh, you know another one. I, I forgot about Richard Allen. Yes. Yeah, Richard was a great local guy and, and dirt track uh, expert and launching his new website. So, yeah, boy, I don't want to leave anybody out because they've been so all so gracious with their time. Oh, never forget the teacher that teaches to support his racing habits. That's right. <laughs> love that. I absolutely love that. And I mean, when you got a passion for something, you just make it happen. I mean, yeah. let's call that like yeah. it is. When you got a passion for something like Tom does or Richard does, like they, we just, you make it happen. Yeah. And especially, and I'll with, tell you, I'm, with us yeah you know, we talked about it in the interview with tom but i'm really excited about what they're lining up for 2024 and i uh, can't wait to share it with folks and hopefully we're able to work it out time-wise like tom said where you come on and announce it here first and let our listeners uh, know what's going on before the rest of the world 
because it's, it's going to be great. I, I have no doubt. Absolutely. Wrapping up the show here, we're going to have about maybe six to seven more minutes of content to fill. But, uh, JL, what has, uh, what has the Steel household wrote a letter to Santa for this year? Well, I, I can't speak for the others, but I, I can't do that anymore. After so many years of writing and just wanting one thing and never getting it, I've kind of given up. Apparently, it's going to be on my myself to, to find a, a blue uh, ragtop 1970 Mercury uh, Cyclone. Santa's not found it within himself to give that to me over the years. So <laughs> Apparently, he's leaving that up to me. Hey, tell you what, if that happens, that might be the promo picture that we have for the show. <laughs> that might be it. But, um, you know, I uh, you know, I dabble in it a little bit. It's like, okay, well, what can I get? Like a couple of years ago, I'm like, ah, can you just get me an electric smoker, Santa? Just uh, just drop it off, put it right there. That, that, that'd be there great. You, go. you know, nothing too extravagant, but uh, uh, I, got a, I got a big one for him this year. Yeah. And if you know, you know. Uh, get my damn house sold. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> get me out of that get me out i don't want to be there anymore get me out and what a time with the economy i feel bad for you man i mean with the housing market interest rates i yeah i don't know i may have a better chance of getting my cyclone than you getting that house so quickly but i, I hope for you man i pull for you <laughs> oh man which i mean there's there's options out there i mean you can take the cheap route and just uh do the uh the what is it, the open door or whatever? I've not looked too much into it, but I don't see many of them, and I think there's a reason I don't see many of them. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, good thing is interest rates are going down. That's a good thing. Yeah, just not going down as quickly as they went up, unfortunately. So. Well, that's the thing. It's like it took forever for it because, you know, the one thing about this house is I got lucky, and it got down to like, I think I got in at like 2.6, 2.7 is what my right. rate was. And then now it's like if I want to go buy another one, I'm looking at about, I think they just dropped into the fives, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's brutal, man. But I tell you one thing I want to say real quick before we get off. Uh, sure. This is really more for our local race fans. We talked about the pending closing of 411 out in Seymour. They ran their uh, leftover race the day after Thanksgiving. They are running at least one more race, and that's next uh, Saturday on the 30th. It's the uh, 14th annual hangover. They're running like six or seven divisions. Uh, so if you're a local race fan, and hopefully the weather's not bad and cooperates, but this may be your last chance to see racing out at uh, 411. So check them out next Saturday at the Hangover. Absolutely. I know a guy that actually used to run that race. Uh, local driver out of Clinton, uh, William Overby, was yeah. a guy that, uh, you know, I actually, um, yeah, when I was in from college one year, I was a driver helper for UPS, and he was my driver. And he just kept talking and talking and talking. He's like, man, why don't you come on out? I was like, all right, we'll, we'll make it happen. And yeah. hence the name is why I didn't make it out. But um, now that was a, that's a track you just, you never think of it shutting down because, you know, out of all the dirt tracks that we have, you know, that's one I feel like I heard about the most was 411. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah. you know, you still got Taswell. It's still going. Uh, we, still, we still have Volunteer Speedway. Yeah, Smoky Mountain. We got Smoky Mountain yep. out in Maryville. We got that. We got uh, Bulls Gap. That's still a thing. But um, yeah, go out and check out a dirt race. Like it, it's a it's a different perspective on racing. It's Love it. it's not the typical you know go to Bristol, go to Martinsville, you know go to Atlanta, and you know you got that whole vibe. But it's a completely different mood. It's a completely different experience. 
than what it would be, and a lot more affordable, might I add. Let's let's sure. po- let's put that out there. A lot more affordable than what it is try to take a family of four to a Bristol race or something like that. But I guess we could end out the show here in about three minutes. Um, Jail, do we have a funniest moment from the show? Funniest? Well, there were a couple that uh, off the top of my head come to mind. Wondering uh, on that first interview with Steve Carnes from Bristol, mm-hmm. wondering if we were going to be able to make that connection because it was awfully early on a Sunday morning after Saturday night Bristol race. But we, we give him the gold star for making it happen. And then just some of the folks will never know, but some of the times when you and I have wondered, are we connected? Are we on? You know, the technical glitches sometimes. <laughs> uh, never let them see a sweat, right? We've done a good job with that. So I've enjoyed it. It's kind of what you do in radio. You just uh, you act like it never happened, and you just go with it. <laughs> yeah. But now, yeah. That, uh, the deal with Steve, that was funny because, you know, as you mentioned, it was the night after or the morning after the Bristol night race. And it was <laughs> also – the day after the Tennessee Florida game for me, so it's like okay, oh, yeah. I'm doing good enough to be here, and yeah. I think you even dropped a comment too. It's like, yeah, Steve's probably just rolling out of his camper right now, so we'll <laughs> we'll give him a minute. <laughs> yeah, we made it happen. Good guy. That was good. And uh, want to give a shout out to uh, one of our guys, uh, Tommy, out in West Tennessee that likes to chime in from time to time. Always, uh, always a big supporter of the show, and. Uh, you know, he might be a little like Steve sometimes. He might just be rolling out of bed one day when he calls us. But, um, you know, Tommy, he's been a great listener, great, great fan of the show. want to thank everybody, you know, especially on Twitter. Those guys have uh, those guys have helped us out a lot. They have helped yeah. us out a lot, especially with the, the growth of the show, the listenership, and just keeping that listener count consistent. Because without those guys, I mean, we, we don't have a show. I mean, let's call that like sure. it is. Without listeners, you have no show. That's right. And we look forward to the new year, 2024, not only with the show, but hope everybody personally has a great time, safe time ringing it in next week. And I guess it'll be, what, we'll be a week into 2024 when we're back on here. Absolutely. And I will be right here in this chair. And uh want to give a little bit of a programming update as well. So you would, if you listen to my daily show Overtime here on Fox Sports Knoxville Fan Run Radio, um, you heard me a couple of – actually, it might have been last week. Last week, I was uh, sitting here with William on Friday, and I announced that it would be the last time that William and I would do a show together. Well, yeah. w- William is still going to be here. Max is still going to be here. Dawson is still going to be here. I'm still going to be here, just not in that time slot. Yeah. Just not in that time slot. So we'll have more information on that coming here in the next few days. JL. Final thoughts of 2023. It's been a great season from our point of view. Hope we uh, roll into 2024 for another one. Just want to wish Merry Christmas to everyone. Hope it's great, unless you're a Denny Hamlin fan. Uh, (laughs) But otherwise, enjoy the holiday. Be safe. and God bless all of you. Absolutely. That is going to do it for us. JL, thank you so much, not only for everything today, but everything you have done for the show since we have started. Well, I'm glad to. Thank you, brother. Something else is coming up next here on WKGN. Tune in some point here in the next week or so for something right here on Fan Run Radio.